Hello and welcome to episode 151 of NOLO TIME. My name is Jovek Velez and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Julian. What's good, my fellow friends? NOLO TIME, good to be with you, Obed. Good to be with you as well, my man. Yeah, good to see you, dude. How's it going? Life's been good. Uh, you know, I... I Living I, that I, PS5 I'm, life. Yeah, I tell you, <laughs> I, I see people say this stuff online, but it is so true. Like, the moment you get a pre-order... Because of the buildup, the anticipation, you guys check out the video from last week. You see my live reaction to it, but it happened literally while we were uh, live on the show. But yeah. um, literally, not a day goes by that I don't pull up my Walmart app, my check my recent order, just just a, you know quality <laughs> check, just making sure. I've heard I, I'm not trying to feed into any scary thoughts, but I've heard you know Walmart's one of those ones you gotta check. So I check yeah. every day, sometimes a couple times a day. Got to make sure that the precious is good and ready. And, uh, yeah, hopefully November 12th it will uh, arrive exactly on opening day. Um, you know, I know that Amazon is saying that they oversold and that there's going to be some that are going to be late. Yep. Um, you know, hopefully that's not the case with Walmart. Walmart has said nothing about that. Um, we'll see. Yep. I am jumping in, sir. So I'm waiting for GameStop to post their, their stock tomorrow. So... I'm ready to go. So I'm between that and Best Buy. I'll just go back and forth between the two of them and see whatever comes out first. But yeah, man, I'm I'm excited. You know what? I'm excited. I'm excited, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? It, it, Miles looks great, right? And I haven't played the first Spider-Man, the like the one on PS4. So that would be that would be my grab right there. Um, but other than that, I really want to grab another day, uh, another game. I'm not 100% so. I mean, I want to get DMC Five Special Edition, so I really want to replay that game, especially with like you know upgraded graphics and virtual right. and all this stuff. But the the game that I'm waiting for, Joel, that still hasn't it doesn't have a release date and it was supposed to come out this year, is the uh, it's a, a Guilty Gear Strive. Because that game's coming, they announced that it's coming to PS5 and it's supposed to be out this year, but they haven't announced a release date yet. Mm. So that's one of the games that I'm waiting for. If if that game's out on release date, I'll 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 probably get Spider Man and, and Guilty Gear. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, for me, Spidey was the reason that that I I had to jump in. That was one of the biggest uh you know punches to the gut when that news came out that it was going to be on PS4 and PS5. I was like, what am I doing? You, you gave me the price I wanted. I said, if it was $100 more, it was $100 too much. They got the pricing right. You know, yep. okay, this game has been hyped up and then they say it's going to be on PS4. I was like, Ugh. but I, I still committed. I'm still doing it. I'm, I'm no regrets. Very happy that I'm going to be, uh, you know, getting this thing day one. But um, for sure, you know, now, now it's good for someone like you who, you know, didn't play uh, you know, it on PS4, you'll be able to play it on, on PS5, the the original, um, more than likely because uh, that that was that's um, something I've been doing right now, and and you know, we'll, we could jump into other topics later on, but just briefly, since we mentioned Spider-Man, you know, like this last weekend, um, that was something I started playing right just as I was getting all excited thinking about playing Miles, I jumped, popped in uh, Spider-Man PS4 on my PS4, and uh, you know, was just messing around on there having a good time, and then the news started to come out uh, this week about that. You, know, you will not be able to get a free upgrade to the remastered, which I didn't understand why people were really mad about that, to be honest with you. Um, you know, if I owned the original Last of Us, did you get the, the Last of Us remastered free? I don't nope. think it works like that, right? Yeah, exactly. Like that's, uh, yeah. Yeah, I saw some people saying the same thing with DMC, where it says like, oh, so if I pop in my, my DMC5 disc on the PS5, I'm going to get Special Edition for free because I bought it like a month ago. That's not how it works. Gamer entitlement, man. It, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, 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 go, go, go ahead. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. Like, that was one of the ones that had me scratching my head. Like, this is news. But, uh, you know, if you buy a remastered edition, of course, it makes sense. And then I like that they are packaging it with, uh, you know, the, the, the special launch edition that's going to be coming out on, on PS5 Day 1, which makes sense. So you, should, you can play both of them there. Yep. But then, like on PS5, the games that I, that I have, there's you know, there's two games in particular that I haven't played that I really need to play. Right, I haven't played Horizon yet, um, so I really need to get that. I'm hoping that 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 should be in theory available on on PS5 at some point to, to play backwards, right? Because 99% of those games are going to be backwards compatible. Yep. 
Uh, and I heard that's one. The second one. Yeah, uh, well, God of War is going to be included with right, uh, with a PS Plus. Um, it, Horizon, you could probably just grab it on Black Friday, pretty cheap, and play it on PS Five. Um, I heard that that game really took benefits of uh, of the PS Four Pro. Uh, it, okay. I mean, I, I played it on the standard PS Four, and it still looked incredible. Yeah. So, and I and I didn't have any like major performance issues up until uh, with the, I did have it with the DLC. So I, when the DLC came out, the Frozen Wilds, um, I got it and and the DLC because there's a lot of snow and everything. The snow tech on that in that game is like it's probably the best snow tech on a game as of yet. Yeah. And 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 it really like you could feel it. It's like oh this thing's kind of shugging a little bit. Um, so so that's that's when you could really feel it. Uh, like like if I compare it right, like right, uh, Ghost of Tsushima is a, is a is a visually stunning game. I still think that Horizon looks better than Ghost of Tsushima. Um, and Ghost of Tsushima it, it does have snow sections, but they like like when I went around in the snow, I was like, oh, let's see how the snow take is on this thing. It's like, nah, man, Horizon was like on a different level, man, compared to compared to this. Uh, I mean, it was still it still looked good, but it just like Horizon was like crazy Everyone stuff. Everyone says dude. it. Yeah. yeah. Says well, I, a beautiful game. Yeah, yeah. Um, there, because I know that the there's a there's a snow a, a fairly short snow section on God of War, and, and I heard that Gorilla actually did the snow for that section, so it looks cool. it behaves very similar to the one in in Horizon. Uh, but Horizon's a fantastic game, dude. Like, if if it if you can play like a, the PS4 Pro version on the PS5, just play it because that game's amazing. Yeah, yeah. That those those are the two games that that I'm hoping, right? So hoping to to play God of War. I know that's confirmed already um, to be on PS Plus, but I'm I'm hoping that Horizon's one of those ones I could pick up as well and yeah. uh, play on the PS5 and have that experience that I would have wanted to have had on a PS4 Pro. Even now, even more so on on a PS5, of course, but as you know, you and I both didn't get PS4 Pro, and I'm so glad I held out last year, knowing that uh, the, the the mighty investment I'm, I'm making this yeah. year. And, uh, again, I'm not regretful, but uh, I understand, guys. It's a big, big purchase, which is why I'm shocked. I'm not saying I'm shocked about the demand, but I'm like, how do you people have money during this economic circumstances <laughs> to buy this thing? I've been saving know, off bro. since last year, man. I don't um, know. I guess. So the the crazy thing is that I, I contemplated it too like around the holidays because Final Fantasy 7 Remake was coming out and I really wanted to play the best version of that game uh, I, again the game still looked incredible on a standard PS4 but there are some limitations if you looked um, there's a video that I, that I sent you from Digital Foundry that they took a, few, a PS4 Pro and they put one of the one of those new Samsung like ultra fast SATA SSDs and and the texture popping issue was resolved basically because the hard drive was so fast that you can actually load the the textures fast enough where you don't notice it. But you can it's like really really noticeable on a on a PS4. So you know that sort of limitations. Uh, it, it, we'll we'll see them. I I would love to play that game again on 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 a five and see how it looks. But uh, I'll probably I'll probably give it a try and and see and see how it looks. But yeah, man. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I'm because uh, even even with that and ba- you know the news that we got today and and the games that I haven't played on on PS4 like again Spider Man Sekiro and and Persona Five Royal, I can just play those games on PS5. So, so, so at what point, right? Like I guess it it really does revolve around I guess when that exclusive drops the the one game that that drops and you're like okay i need to see what this looks like in ak what point do you say i need to get a new tv no. that's the big uh point of contention for a lot of gamers at at some point that's gonna come into your mind where they're gonna say whether i'm not saying it's gonna be right away but i am saying that like i could see within you know within a, a year and a half to two years people saying look i gotta get that ak tv because that game, whatever that yeah. is at that time, is the one that I need to play with. That could be a new one. No, I don't. It is. Yeah, I don't I'm, know, man. I'm not sold on AK yet. Um, you know, there's no content for it. That's why I'm saying taking time. Yeah, there's there's no come. content. There's like very few devices that support AK. True. 
true. So it's it's gonna take at least three four years until we actually see AK become mainst- mainstream, if if that. Um, that being said, uh, those LG nano cell TVs are very tempting. <laughs> very very tempting. Uh, I'm happy with my Sony because it looks great, and you know the it, it's. It's an IPS panel, so you know I do have the IPS gripes basically. So I get like light bleeding and all these problems that you get with an IPS panel. But like playing like Ghost of Shima and Final Fantasy VII and all that, it looks incredible. Uh, you know, if you get up up close, then you can see uh, the the upscaler at work, and you can see like dithering and all this thing. You know, video processing that the TV uh, actually uh, tries and 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 outputs on your on your tv and it looks like from a distance right i want to say i'm about maybe 10 10 feet away from the tv it's a 55 inch um and it doesn't um it doesn't look bad at a distance but when you get up close and you can see the 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 pixels that's that's when you really really notice it um but yeah i'm looking forward to it man it's gonna be cool um joel my weekend was basically Street Fighter. <laughs> so I went back and I have forgotten the feeling of the salt. <laughs> so Saturday was just not my day, dude. It was not my day. Um, you know, I went in to do a little bit of training just to, it's like I'm super rusty, right? So I went in, did a little bit of training, uh, did a, a, you know, a couple of rounds on like survival and, and whatnot. And I was like, all right, let's let's jump online, bro. I was like getting guys that were the same rank as me, and I was like, how is this even possible? So I got really salty. I think I won like one match out of like seven. I was really really salty. Um, and then my 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 daughter heard me, and she comes over. And was like, hey, what's wrong? I'm like, oh no, I just I just can't really win a match and. You know, getting a little upset. She's like, don't be upset. If you practice, you'll get better. It's like, okay, I'll take your advice, kid. So um, I popped in Star Wars Battlefront (laughs) 2. Played Battlefront 2 for about an hour. You're going back to that guy. Bro, I'm still going back to Battlefront. And and rooms full of people and everything, man. It was great. It was great. Uh, You know, some of the the same guys that I I play with a lot, like from before, they're still there. Like, they're still showing up. Um, So, play Battlefront for a little bit. But then on Sunday, I go ahead and pop Street Fighter back in. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to. I'm going to be like, no gimmicks. I'm going to go back to Ken. Because I was trying to Ryu. So, you know what? Let's go back. I started playing with Ken uh, again. And then I was like, I'm going to switch to Ryu. And it didn't go well. On Sunday, I was like, you know what? Let's do like a base Ken. Like base color and everything. I was like, let's go back to basics. Um, and then Sunday, I probably lost two matches out of like eight or nine so I did really well on Sunday. Uh, so I was like, man, is the, the the feeling on Street Fighter right? It's like losing really sucks, but when you win and when you get on like a a five game win streak, that it just feels really good. And yeah, it, it was it was fun. Like I I again went back and I was like, man, it's fun. The stick I haven't used the stick in so long that. I've forgotten that I actually, you know, I modded the, the, I mentioned it before that my sticks modded. So, uh, I've forgotten that I've used, uh, uh, a custom plate on it, uh, for the, uh, uh, for the gate. And that feels really good. It's like, uh, yeah, everything feels good, man. I'm in, I'm in, I'm going to keep playing it. And until, you know, PS5 or Zelda or whatever, cause I, you know, I, I pre-ordered, uh, that Zelda is coming out in November, so yeah, Street Fighter man, it, it was good it was good, I went back in and I, I'm in I'm in, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep playing I'm gonna play as much as I can and then, and you know we'll we'll see where it goes hopefully I can get out of, bron- out of Ultra Bronze, cause I've been Ultra Bronze forever, uh, I'm still in the hundred, in the top 100,000 players in the US, if that means anything you know, out of like what 
eight million players or whatever. It's it's five. Good, man. That's yeah. pretty good. So, you know, it's it's okay. There you go, <laughs> we'll if you see. practice, you'll get better. Hey, if I practice, I'll get better. That's that's so true. So so we'll see where, where that leads. Um Joe, we know where Marvel movies are leading twenty twenty one. So um first topic for tonight, man, it's uh yeah, so all of the MCU movies that were scheduled for a 2020 release have been officially postponed until 2021, sir. Uh, go ahead and give us a breakdown. Yep, uh, essentially exactly as it sounds. Uh, we have unfortunately a full uh, push, literally a full year push, uh, and then the immediate movies that have dates are uh, you know, Black Widow, which was scheduled to come out in November of this year, is now going to be pushed to May of next year, which is an exactly a year from where it was going to be originally, right? Black Widow was supposed to come out May of this year, 2020. Now it's going to be May of 2021. Uh, same thing for The Eternals. Uh, that ended up getting moved as well. That was supposed to be November of this year, uh, and that is now going to be November of next year, which was interesting because that movie was already scheduled to be uh, early next year when they had shuffled uh, Black Widow so that that's an interesting one too. So why haven't we seen a trailer for this movie, Joe? There is clearly, clearly, uh, uh, I guess, a concern that they that they promote that movie. People will talk about that, not at the same time as Black Widow. If you look at most of the Marvel films, when one drops, usually the same um, weekend of the new of the new movie coming out, you get a trailer for their next project. That's just the way it tends to go, unless. There's like a Sony, you know, Spider-Man movie or something like that. Then Marvel will include that too in there. But um, yeah, that that usually tends to be the way that they, that they go. So I think they were waiting, hoping that it would have been a nice, uh, you know, trailer to have come out this last summer. And then with everything going on, they're like, let's push marketing and and move that to uh, another time. I'm sure it's ready to go. I'm sure that they're they they have a uh, this this project completely done. Um, you know. <sighs> There's a lot of rumors with that movie too, man. Really interested. Shang-Chi was a big one um, as well, getting moved. That's also being moved as well um, you know, to, to the following year. So I, I don't know what to say, man, from, from the standpoint of that movie because mm-hmm. there was, uh, you know, there was supposedly, they supposedly were right in the middle of filming that movie when obviously this whole situation started happening where the world shut down. Um, and that movie, some things started to leak out about some possible connections to the Black Panther. Uh, clearly, with you know the unfortunate tragedy of uh, Chadwick Boseman's early passing, I'm sure that Marvel's already making plans in that department. Or as as it is, there's already been discussions from this guy. I tell you guys, he this, when this guy drops news, usually on Marvel, he's he's dead on. Um, Umberto with the uh, the rap, he's saying that at this point, discussions are around Shuri coming back. Uh, to be to take on that mantle and and transition to power, which most fans say makes sense, sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Marvel. Uh, this is inter- so the, one of the most interesting things about this whole news is it reveals to us that Disney putting out Mulan on Disney Plus and not putting these movies on Disney Plus, specifically Black Widow, that just shows that they they put Mulan on Disney Plus to avoid the controversies that were going on. Like that, uh, they clearly knew stuff was up, and that they were not going to have the kind of return that they maybe were expecting, and they just bit the the bullet there. But something like a Black Widow movie and all the other Marvel movies, those are billion dollar films. I mean, there's just the world will come out and watch it, and it's you're better off waiting. I mean, Fast and Furious can wait a whole year, and those guys call that early. Early, dude. They were right. I yeah. was laughing at them. You and I were in, yep. you know, we're in person and we yeah. heard the news and I was like, April of next year, like a whole year and nobody's laughing now. So, yeah, um, clearly billion dollar franchises. It's the move to go. But yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what else to say, man. I mean, hopefully, uh, hopefully maybe that that WandaVision trailer came out, obviously, that 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 came out during uh, um, over last weekend and uh, with the Emmys and. Uh, there's some rumors around that series, so you know maybe we'll have some some clarity on something like that. Those Disney Plus shows coming out to give some Marvel um, excitement. Uh, I'm sure you heard the rumors about Evan Peters. Um, that there's rumors that that guy was 
he was on set, so possibly uh, Quicksilver, and not the Quicksilver as is Aaron Taylor Johnson, but maybe uh-huh. uh, Fox's Quicksilver could make an appearance, and and not to go on. So on, the good, on, the good Quicksilver. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but here's the thing, man. Like, Feige would do something like this. Like hearing the whole Flash news, he yep. would try and beat them to the multiverse thing. So. We we didn't have it on the docket for some reason, but that one division trailer was really good. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was yeah. really good, man. And and it definitely it really it really leaves the door open to a lot of things because um like people noticed on the bottle of wine it said you said House of M in French. So, you know, oh, yeah. there's there's a lot of um there's a lot of hints that this thing that one division is what's going to cause uh the x-men to cross over absolutely and it's going to happen in the doctor strange movie because they they already confirmed that scarlet witch is going to be in the doctor strange movie they're going to be working together um they're already talking it's called literally the multiverse of madness mm-hmm. um there's clearly going to be some crossover there there's even rumors right now that they're looking to cast alternate alternate versions of some of the heroes other actors to play them like there is talk around like tom cruise maybe coming in and playing iron man tony stark in another universe like some cool stuff like so yeah yeah yeah. you know what we would be it would be pretty crazy that you i'm I'm assuming you've seen that uh 90s avengers poster that's around right yeah like with uh wesley snipes a black that's black panther and you know yeah yeah man they could do it. They could do it. And like like one crazy thing off in a, off in a movie, you know, like Spider Verse style. Feige that, would yeah. Feige would be the kind of guy to try and beat them to the punch because like yeah. you, people forget like literally it was a matter of of a couple months. Yeah. Marvel made plans to change everything the moment that the Batman vs Superman announcement came out. They made change of plans, and it was like a matter of a couple months. It was like, well, Civil War is happening, and we're having Iron Man and Cap in a movie fighting each other. Yeah, it was like what they would do. So hearing the whole Flash thing with Michael Keaton and you know trying to get some of the OG fans, they would try and get maybe some some uh, Marvel uh, little feels and, and throw it back and as early as they can. So yeah, I I, I look forward to seeing whatever happens. Hopefully uh, the world chills out and uh, we can go to the movies in 2021. And like, yeah. remember that time where we couldn't see these movies? Man, I'm telling you, in a couple of years, like history books. For when my when my daughter goes to high school, and they study twenty twenty, like in you know ten years or so, whatever. You're like, gonna be speaking yeah. at her school. Are you kidding me? They're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna be like, bring in a guest. I survived. I mean, <laughs> literally survived. Good. They're like, like wear an eye patch, <laughs> like solid snake. I'm no hero. I'm just a gun for hire. <laughs> Good. Good. Wear an eye patch and the yeah, mustache. Man. Yeah. And, <laughs> Man, so <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, just speaking speaking of uh, more crazy stuff with uh, with multiverses, uh, Zack Snyder got a pile of cash, and he's gonna spend it. He's gonna spend it. Um, I mean, we've already seen a trailer, but it is confirmed that uh, reshoots start next month. For not reshoots, but I guess finishing some of the shots that were not completed for the uh, director's cut of Justice League uh, will be shot next uh, next month. And yeah, there's like, I guess, rumor is that, you know, Ray Fisher is going to be back too. Yes. Based on, you know, even, even, you know, there's that huge controversy and investigation that's going on. But uh, that's a thing. Confirmed that Henry Cavill is not returning for those scenes. Uh, I did hear that that Ben Affleck may be back for some yes, scenes. Yes, he's supposed to be back. Yep. So yeah, yeah, man, it's like yeah. seventy million bucks to just do his this thing. They're it's, clearly it's clearly they're having some large expectations for this project. Uh, I know that there's been a huge HBO Max push in the last uh, month. We've been seeing a lot more ads, a lot more. Um, you know, ways of them trying to, to bring traffic. Batman Day was just this last weekend as well. Um, so HBO Max had a bunch of Batman features they were playing on, on there. Um, I feel like they, they're they not just doing reshoots. 
And I know that sounds crazy and I, I have nothing to base this off of, but I, I feel like, yes, there's it, clearly there was a cut enough of this movie that they were able to say, like, you can finish editing this project the way you want to. And I, I don't feel like it was entirely necessary that they brought this cast back. I feel like they had an end. But hearing the comments from people like Umberto and other um, scoops, scoop uh, people and people in the scoop business, journalists, saying that he is going to try and compile all three of his Justice League films into this series, uh. we could be getting more. This like this four hour thing okay. could be a little more than just four hours. I'm just purely speculating here. There's a great chance that this guy's going to film as much as he can of some stuff and set it up that he can actually finish out these projects uh, with whatever storyline being almost like Zack Snyder's Justice League 1 and Zack Snyder's Justice League 2. This is just pure hearsay. I have no basis for it aside from putting two and two together. But, man, the kind of money they're putting behind this, um, yeah, I, I, I feel like there could be more. And wouldn't that be a brilliant move? I mean, you know how many people would sign up for HBO Max if that's the only yeah. place to see this? Dude, I'm si- I'm signing up for it. Yeah, and all the fans are doing it because they gotta see it. Exactly. I like there's no going around it. You know, I'll 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 get HBO Max and I'll probably buy it on Blu-ray if it comes out. Right. I, you'll do both. Exactly. Yeah, because I think I think that this is gonna be good. I I, I mean, there's. Like they're, they're, the the level of confidence that WB or not WB anymore, but you know AT and T has <laughs> behind this project is it, pretty big, um, and they're not gonna just give up money and it's like, hey, here you go, retouch some scenes. Like this no. is like this is this this is akin to a remake, Joel. Yes, it, this it, is it, an investment from AT and T. Yeah, so I think I think that. It's gonna pay off because uh, subscriptions are gonna go up. People are gonna buy on Blu-ray. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm really excited. I, I can't wait for this thing, man. Great, great yeah. move. I'm excited so, to see it. I yeah, we've been talking about it for so long, and now that it's you know almost a reality, it's. Uh, I'm really, really looking forward to it. So yeah, man. Um, Joe, Xbox Series X and Series S pre-orders went up. Um, and of course, nothing worked. Just like, just like I told you, it's like, yeah, nothing worked. Amazon were smart, and they delayed it an hour. And and a lot of people were were successful getting their pre-orders through Amazon, Amazon. and Best Buy, right? Then they both do like an um, hour. I think no, Best Buy, Best Buy was like right away. Okay. Like, dude, be- I best Best I Buy. I saw it crashing. <laughs> so I went to Best Buy site multiple times on Tuesday, and up until like around four o'clock in the afternoon, there were still Series X available. Wow. Um, yesterday there were Series S available at Best Buy and uh, directly with Microsoft at the Microsoft. Yeah, that's store. all I would want to buy. So, so yeah, that was the thing. You know, it didn't it didn't go as smooth as everyone was saying because everyone was like taking dumps on on the on how PlayStation handled it and and they came out and apologized and it was exactly what I said. It was like Walmart posted it early and then all the retailers said it's like, Oh, we can do this, let's go ahead and do it. But it was supposed to be the next day. So um Microsoft was a little bit more organized. Um we saw a lot of demand, especially for the Series X. And I think they really played their cards well, Joe. So whoever was in charge of what happened on Monday or what what, ha- what was announced on Monday, like really deserves credit because Microsoft went ahead and bought ZeniMax, the parent company of Bethesda. And that in itself it's a huge huge deal like i'm a playstation guy i'm not gonna downplay it that thing is legit Uh, that being said you know there's more information that came out afterwards and how they're handling stuff 
and the deal's not going to get finalized until January to June of next year. So, you know, the uh, maybe like Q2 2021, that's probably when when this deal is going to be finalized. $7.5 billion, more than Star Wars. It's a uh, that's that crazy. It's uh, a it's Marvel more than Star Wars. I know it's it's pretty insane. Um, here's the thing, right? To me, this has they have this has zero impact because I really don't care about any of the Bethesda properties, and I'm just being honest. You know, I I don't own one single Bethesda game. I haven't played. One single Bethesda game, not even the Doom 2016. Um, that being said, you know th those are huge franchises, and you know not only Bethesda, like I mentioned, Doom. So its software is part of the acquisition. Um, Zenimax itself, like the parent company, they they've been like super shady for the for the longest time. So. Maybe getting rid of uh, the heads of that company is probably for the best. So I don't. I, I see only good things coming out of this in, in that regard, right? Um, that being said, going back to the two exclusives that were announced for PS5, because PS5 has two console exclusives that were published by Bethesda: Deathloop and Ghostwire. So those those two games are still coming to PS5 exclusively, and they're of course going to be on PC. Um, Bethesda themselves confirmed that their uh, key franchises, meaning Elder Scrolls and Fallout, are going to still be available on everything. What this does, Joel, however, is this takes Game Pass to the next level. Like, Game Pass Now is a must-have service. Like, Game Pass Now is Netflix, basically. Yeah. Like, they, they that's that's what they needed, and now they have it. So, uh, and they're already, you know, today they just announced that uh, Doom Eternal's coming out on October 1st of, on Game Pass. So, it's already starting. Big deal, Joel. What do you think? Yeah, I saw the news and I was like, wow, Microsoft yet again is setting themselves up for a tremendous success for the future of their gaming uh, division. They're, they're, you know, my, Xbox in general, like it, it might not be today where um, they maybe want it to be, but their projections looking at the future, it, it's very bright. It's very looking very good for them, you know, between the, the, the multiple studios that they, they've acquired. Uh, from the past and then now this this massive uh you know household bethesda coming under their umbrella sets them up now to say okay let we we have our launch the way it is we're getting these into people's homes we're setting up these these consoles as we've joked about as game pass systems essentially but whatever they decide to do now after like we're after 2021 what that's where you gotta keep your eyes on because clearly at the moment right now you know playstation guys and etc like you know you you we, we recognize it's a power move we we have to acknowledge it and see that it's it's, it's big it's but big. at the same time we have to know that like <laughs> it's i don't think it makes you say okay now i gotta get that xbox system it just makes it more incentivized uh and we i i still feel like i still feel like they're gonna operate a good portion of the company you know playing nice with the other console with you know with ps5 and they're not gonna you know really hone in on on the ability to make things more exclusive just because ps5 is you know or is going to be selling really well and they're going to be able to make money off of you know their competitors so i mean why would you you know hold out on that opportunity but yeah i, I have no idea from a standpoint of what this does aside from the game pass upgrade that it brings which is phenomenal at the moment yeah. I'm not sure where where their heads at, but I can't wait to find out. Yeah, I think this is a this is a Game Pass power move, basically. Yeah. Um, this they needed to get get Game Pass to the next level, and that's and that's how you do it, right? You got to bring this this key franchises that otherwise would have been you know almost impossible to get into the service. I, I think out of all the uh, uh, 
big publishers, the uh, you know Bethesda and 2K are probably the only ones that don't really have a presence on the on the service market. Um, you know, EA has uh, Origin, uh, and you, there's UPlay, you saw, yeah. uh, there's UPlay, and then you know, even PlayStation to some extent with PS Plus and and their free offerings. It's so they 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 played it well. I mean, the Microsoft that they relate this relationship doesn't like this is years in the making, right? Because it's you know back when Oblivion came out on on the 360 and that was a killer app basically back then. Uh to a lot of us here, right? Um but yeah, I mean in in the in the grand scheme of things in in my in my and how I feel about everything, right? This is this is an awesome move by Microsoft, right? But at the same time, it just still doesn't move my needle. And I think it doesn't move my needle because because of the a PC that I built. Hmm. And because I I have, and then it's funny because I saw a meme uh, of a, a of a guy saying playing Fallout Four on 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 PS Four, and and it's like oh Bethesda. Uh, Microsoft bought bought Bethesda, and then the guy is like on a PC. But anyway, it's like because you know you also have a PC. If you have a, a decent PC, you can take advantage of these games, and you know you don't have to make a second make a second investment on an Xbox. That being said, if you don't have a you know a gaming rig, if or if you're a mobile person like you you have a laptop, then now the Series S becomes very very appealing which is where i'm the boat i'm in like i i i was looking at the series s on you know during pre-order and i'm like this looks good like knowing what they've done right now said i mean up. i mean the not the console looks good no, no, but... yeah, it doesn't look good aesthetically <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> and it looks good on the you know the transcript um yeah, I, I I don't have the the gaming uh, PC setup, right? I've got I've got a nice you know laptop. I'm, I'm good, but but I don't necessarily want to go ahead and create a gaming rig or, or anything like that. So someone like me, I'm like yeah, I don't need a I don't even need a Series X. I just need a Series S. Yep. And looking at you know the pricing standpoint that they did, where you know two ninety nine is pretty uh, pretty good to get in. You know, it's lower cheaper cost than getting a, a PC or um, doing even that, this this isn't for me, but for some people, you know, maybe little Billy says, you know what, I'm going to do this $24.99, you know, deal that they've got going on and I'm going to mow my yeah. mow the lawn every weekend. Dad and mom give me, you know, that $24.99, you know, each month of, of allowance or whatever. And little Billy can play, has, has his game pass and his series S. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not a bad deal. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, yeah, the one on PC is definitely worth it. I'm taking like, Streets of Rage Four that I stream that I streamed last week that was on or uh, you know not last week but the week before, um that was on oh was it last week yeah it was last week, um that was that was on on Game Pass, so you know there's plenty of stuff they keep adding stuff of course there's stuff going out but but at the same time, you know there's there's plenty <clears throat> to keep you busy. It's definitely a great deal, um. Joe, just moving. Excuse me, <clears throat> man. Lost my voice there. Got too excited. But, but talking about pre-orders, do we want to talk about the little uh, spoof that happened with uh, people buying the wrong console? Because yes, that that was pretty hilarious. So I saw some people downplaying this. Uh, basically, the the ranking for the Xbox One X went up like seven hundred percent on Amazon. Um, it was still like the people were saying it's like oh yeah it's not like they bought it because it's still like a like number like it's not even on the top 25 the thing is that there's limited stock for the C for the Xbox One X because that that thing went out of production two months ago so yeah. that thing's not even made so what's out there is what that's what it is so uh, little Billy is gonna be real disappointed this Christmas, when uh, when he gets the same console he already has, probably. <laughs> Aunt Shannon is so excited. She's like, "Look what I got you, little Billy!" But I already got like, one of those. Opens it up and it's a box of disappointment. Yep. 
you know, Aunt Shannon is disappointed. Box disappointment. He's like, I saw X. I thought that's what it was. <laughs> that's like when you when you're in the office and you see that box of donuts. You open it and it's celery sticks and peanut butter. Yeah, box of disappointment, man. I've never had that happen. I'm telling to you. Me. <laughs> peanut butter celery. Yeah. Oh man. Yep. So uh, yeah, that was that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Um, yeah. One big thing, Joe, and this is where I'm going, right? Because uh, Sega was very cryptic on some of their tweets, right? And they were alluding to Xbox and one and in a lot in a lot of their like communications. So there were there were like this those like this speculation that 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 Microsoft was going to buy Sega, right? And then be big in Japan, right? So here's the thing. And I already said it on the podcast, so I'm 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 the record. But I'll I'll double down on it, right? If there is ever any a new Sega branded console that comes out, even if it's an Xbox in disguise, I'll buy it. Cause Sega, man, that's that's me, right? Sega, it's me. It's part of me. I have to do it. So that being said, I doubt that this is true. And, and it's because, so this sort of companies, right? Like Nintendo, Sony, Panasonic, Sega, um, you know, Toyota, all these Japanese companies, they are, they are looked as like institutions in Japan. And, and the only way that you can actually buy one of these companies is by merging kind of like what Nissan did with Renault and and they merged into a company. So Renault didn't couldn't outright buy Nissan. They have to merge. <clears throat> so that would be the only way that Microsoft would be able to do this. Microsoft is not going to merge with any other company, dude. Not at all. They're not going to merge with any other company. That's it. And that's it. Um that that's my understanding, right? Is that Microsoft? It's not like it's not it's not gonna happen i mean they couldn't have like what i mentioned they could have had uh, a partnership and they've released the xbox as a sega device in japan to boost sales that would have been genius in my opinion <laughs> would you go uh buy one of those online oh yeah ships <laughs> i would buy it in at play asia or or yes asia or whatever you know whatever site has them ship yeah. it to the states ship it to the states man and if you know that probably that thing's probably like not region locked, I just sign into Xbox Live and you know or Sega Net and and connect to it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I I think that they're they're probably working on a on a strategic partnership for for the Japanese market, and and that's probably that's probably it, right? Um, we'll see how it does. We'll see when it launches in Japan. Uh, we'll see how how the Japanese market reacts to the Xbox. Of course, we've seen like when the Xbox One launched, we've seen like the like the lonely guy in the line waiting for the Xbox. Joel, do you know that there's like only like a hundred thousand Xbox Ones that were sold in Japan, like up to like right now. Wow, it's bad. Like, wow, it's funny because I I remember seeing interviews that were interviewing like kids. It's like Hey, so, so would you like to buy an Xbox? Like, what's an Xbox? Like, would you like to buy an Xbox? No, I want an iPad. Yeah, so it, it's gonna be tough. They're gonna have a tough time, uh, especially in a market where, like, right now Nintendo is uh, like dominating it again with the Switch, and and you know Japan loves their portable devices, and the Switch is like their like big thing. Yeah, I I think that the that upgraded switch dock it's probably gonna gonna uh move more needles than than the xbox in japan to be honest with you um that being said you know they're probably working on like i said on a strategic partnership for for the japanese market and and maybe it'll work out and and you know they can actually have a little bit of a presence because man and now sony's getting like console exclusive content and and games and you know uh Final Fantasy and, and all this other stuff. Yeah. It's gonna they're they're in a tough spot. 
in Japan, but you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, one other thing on that is that uh, they've announced a price today for their uh, hard drive expansion. And the pricing that I've mentioned was correct. These things are going to be $219. So $220 for one terabyte expansion. It is a custom drive that the Xbox is going to use. And of course, we've seen already that uh, Gen 4 NVMe drives go for 200 bucks. So if you want to update the upgrade your Xbox to a Xbox Series X to a uh, two terabyte, it'll cost you $220. If you want to upgrade the Series S to a terabyte and a half, it's $220. Um, now with the PlayStation, of course, it'll support certain drives that have certain specs. But you can actually buy like if you if money is not an issue, you can just go ahead and you know drop in a four terabyte NVMe drive if you're high roller. You can just probably just go ahead and drop it in. Um, but yeah, interesting stuff. Uh, I'm happy for Xbox. I'm actually really happy, Joel. Same. Because that's gonna make Sony like step it up. And um, I, I'm I'm looking forward to what this gen is going to be really interesting because it, it seems like now both of them are are going to have a fair start. They're in it to fight, you know. Nintendo's doing really great. They're doing yeah. their own thing. Yep. This is a, a very good time for gaming. Uh, last gen is a thing of the past, man. We're we're in a new day, and it's going to be exciting to see what happens. Yep. Still going to do that uh, games of the last gen episode, so. And one last observation, on just just to point out, is yep. you know, and, and we're about to talk about streaming gaming in a second here. Um, you know, like it does seem like that's a common theme as well going into the future of gaming is is game streaming because between the the Series S and uh, the digital edition of PS Five, it does it, there is a lot of reports that are coming out. That there's a demand for those consoles. Um, someone I was even uh, texting that's an Xbox guy that I know um, was telling me I'm gonna I'm getting the all digital uh, PS5. They didn't want a Series S just because they were done with Microsoft. They're like, there's oh, nothing wow. that I need right now. But they're saying they're gonna get digital, uh, you know, all digital uh, PS5 because of the exclusive. But it's still cool. like people are, are are happy to get this streaming. Um, yeah, they they don't feel a need to have the physical media. You and I admit it. We're old school, dude. We like our yeah. our disc and the ability to do to build the ability the flexibility. To do both, yeah. You know? Yep. But uh, but yeah, totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we may get to the point where I I buy the the PS Five that has the disc, and I just end up buying the games digitally, because yeah. and yeah. you know use the drive for backwards compatibility. So it's probably gonna end up like that. Uh, Joel, out of nowhere, <laughs> Amazon comes out and uh, announces Luna, which is basically their streaming service for games, uh, with what looks like a c- carbon copy of the Switch Pro Controller. It's weird, because it just looks exactly like a yeah. Pro Controller. It's, yeah. Uh, well, well, this thing is going to be $6 a month, intro- introductory price. Uh, s- select games will run at 4K60. Based on what they're saying, right? We we know how how that went with uh, with Stadia, um, but good. No, I mean that's just it, right? Like, it does how much of this makes you feel like Stadia? It's not. I mean, it's it's Amazon, not Google. Well, the, the, at least Amazon didn't come out with like fanfare. It's like we're working on this thing, and it's gonna be the future of gaming, and that's that's what Stadia's problem was, is that it. it it gathered too much exposure and expectations. This thing was just announced. I was like, oh, yeah, we're doing this thing. You know. So we'll see. But uh, they do have, you know, 100 games that are going to be available at launch. Uh, RE7, Control, the Panzer Dragoon remake, Plague Tale, Ukulele, you know, Grid, Absu, Brothers. So, you know, uh, a good combination of... Uh, of indies and 
and uh, um, AAA games. Uh, they did say that uh, Assassin's Creed is in, and Phoenix and uh, Immortals are gonna be are gonna be in as well. Uh, yeah, the controllers fifty dollars, which is not bad. It's I, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, big thing is that this thing launches. Uh, they're planning to launch before the end of the year. So, yeah, we shall see. There's really not a lot of information about it other yeah. than the uh, than the announcement that they that they put forward. Uh, but yeah, Joe, um, you know, now we got this Stadia uh, X Cloud on on Xbox and uh, PlayStation now. So now all the major players have a streaming service. And I know that there's certain games uh, for the uh, on the switch in Japan that are like basically exclusively streamed in uh, for the switch uh, we know that Assassin's Creed the last uh, Assassin's Creed was RE7 I mean Nintendo may as well be working on something like this I doubt it because they're more reliant on 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 their properties moving the hardware uh, but it, it's interesting to see that you know they come up with this you know of course my uh amazon owns twitch so right and that and that's the thing right like not that google and by any means is inferior they're they're very um capable very um you know successful business but their their approach to this whole um industry this whole space was just you know a pr nightmare but looking at this catching us by surprise we don't know that much about it very limited knowledge i mean if amazon wants to get into this thing they very well have the means to do it amazon's a very successful very uh in it to win it kind of kind of people you know they they're doing great from obviously a, a a video streaming standpoint with their amazon prime um you know being being offered i wonder what what uh capabilities they might offer maybe you will have the ability to add luna onto your amazon prime i don't know if there's going to be any kind of ability to do something like that down the line that would be really smart a great way to get early adopters because i know people would just buy a controller and yep. see what's up i don't know i don't know how they're they're going to make it um more appealing but how it stands right now it's just interesting it's intriguing yep. um but but i'm sure they, they'll do something i mean again it's amazon right like they've got the resources to do something big and, and uh, they have the, the money to dish out for an investment to see how the gaming industry treats it. Yeah, yeah, I guess I guess it's one of those things that we'll just we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, Joel TGS started today, uh, the Tokyo Game Show. The only, in my opinion, relevant piece of information that came out today is that uh, the Near Replicant remake, basically Near Replicant being the prequel to Neo Automata that came out originally on uh, on PS3 and 360 is getting a remake uh, that got confirmed to come out on April 23rd, 2021. So that's got a release date. Uh, it looks good. I I'm actually looking forward to this game, not because there's like unanswered questions with Automata because Automata was. Like you can play Automata without have, having to play this and still get a, uh, you know, still get the story most of the story out and still get a significant impact uh, on the story. I mean that game freaking broke me and I cried like a baby at the end. So yeah, it's it's uh it's great. So uh, that's probably the biggest piece of news uh, to come out today. Uh, there are some events happening tomorrow. Um, I know that Capcom has stuff coming out tomorrow. Uh, Sega has stuff that's gonna be announced tomorrow. Um, yeah, we'll see. Not uh, not much has been uh, has been out yet. Uh, just uh, basically preliminary stuff. And then Microsoft had their their you know show where they you know basically uh, came in with that that you know Sega push. So yeah. I guess uh, we'll have to wait and see. Hopefully next week we'll definitely have uh, more information on games that get either announced or confirmed or we get dates. Uh, we still don't have a a full release 
title roster for PS5 and Xbox. So I'm hoping to see that within the next couple of weeks. And hopefully they'll announce a, a PS5 version of Street Fighter V. Because I'll keep playing it. Wow. Because <laughs> I'll keep wow. playing it. So I'm in, man. I'm in. Um, you know, I don't have any 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 uh, story-driven games at the moment. So it's just gonna be probably Street Fighter and uh, and Battlefront for the foreseeable future. See, the thing is that I can't do like a two-hour session on Street Fighter because my brain starts to hurt an hour in. It's it's draining. So I'll just play it on like hour increments. Play an hour today. Play Battlefront for an hour call it a day that sort of thing uh i may replay the re2 remake um in october just so just for the spooks so uh but Jill, that's that's what i got man uh no breaking news as far as i know i can do a scrub uh if you have any uh, any thoughts on tokyo game show and what to expect yeah i don't i don't honestly don't have, have much to say there i mean right now i'm i'm just waiting on on any ps5 news that i can get uh of course i I was talking with you about it earlier during the week i'm like man it's kind of funny that like we still don't even know what the ui looks like for yeah and i saw an article came out from ign that like list of things that we still don't know about ps5 and that was one of them that's still uh, interesting just uh waiting on yeah yeah we still don't know what the ui looks like and um we still don't know you know the what's well we know what the the what's in the box sort of thing but again the launch lineup um you know the 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 store how all this is going to happen so uh so we still don't know uh i guess we'll have to wait and see after uh this week so i'm expecting i'm expecting to hear something in the next uh, like i said two weeks um because they they promised a tear down and they promised uh more stuff to come regarding the um the the ui so uh, they probably wanted to give xbox their week have you know to get the pre-orders they probably knew about the bethesda stuff too because that's sure industry you know that's industry so so they probably knew, knew about that um oh which by the way uh joel i don't know if you saw that uh fans were calling for sony to buy konami yes um that's, now that would be a big acquisition. That's kind of yeah. Well, that's kind yeah. It's kind of crazy. I mean, they can probably buy the Konami Games Division, but not uh, but not Konami as a whole. Yeah, uh, because I I don't think Konami. I mean, they make their money in like pachinko machines and and, and gyms and all this stuff, right? Um, but the the gaming IPs is what fans want, and. There's rumors that Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid, like one and two, are coming out on PC. So there's um, that came out accompanied by rumors that they're uh, they're indeed working on remakes. So we'll see. I mean, Sony. I know that Sony has you know cards up their sleeves so we're, we just don't know it i mean we are weeks away man from from this launch so yep more yeah. to be seen we're probably gonna get more announcements a, a confirmation date for ratchet and clank because that, that's for me what big one that i'm looking for yeah to. me too i gotta get that yeah that game looks really good so that's what we got man if you want to just go ahead and close it up absolutely good people of no little time thank you again for watching listening to our show uh, of course, you can subscribe to us if you're watching the video version. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also, make sure you subscribe to our podcast, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify. And we're also on Amazon as well. Uh, make sure that you are following us on social media at No Load Time. That's at No Load Time. That's on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Also, if you have any questions, comments, feedback, we'd love to hear from you. We welcome it. Send an email to noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. Thank you all so very much, and we look forward to being with you all in our next episode, episode 152, next week. Thank you, guys. We'll see you again next time.